Happy Mother's Day. Today's episode of Content Academy is brought to you by Mom TV Plus. So you probably you're probably paying for all these streaming services already. Um, maybe on top of all your cable TV channels. So we've got Netflix, of course. Just raised its prices. Too expensive. Cut out Netflix. Mm-hmm. You don't need it. We've got Disney Plus. Oh my gosh. You might as well call it Disney Minus. Because, I mean, too expensive. Not n- No good content on there at all. Um, we've all seen there? all Hulu. that stuff already. Yeah, we've all seen it all already. Disney movies? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Hulu? Uh-huh. Hello? Nope. Goodbye. Um, so what you need to get, especially this Mother's Day, is Mom TV Plus. Uh, it is this. It is a new streaming service. Um, it, it is uh, specifically for made moms. by moms for moms. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what's on there? So it's really like a one-stop shop for mm-hmm. all of your mom's Mom favorite shows. For mom tent. So yeah. We have mom tent exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it ranges TM, anything from like, TM. yeah, it ranges from everything from like cooking shows uh-huh. to DIY slash yeah. home improvement, tiny house nation, hunting, property, property uh, all property the way brothers. exactly all the yeah. way to um, like you've got some wholesome talk shows, yeah, and then even LA. like right or you've got um, every night there's always American Idol. Yep. American Idol, America's mm-hmm. AGT. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also, uh, if you're maybe a night owl of a mom mm-hmm. or you wake up in the middle of the night, you have to take care of your kids, what have you. Um, they do have some late night programming. Yep. We're talking like Jeff Lawrence Foxworthy, Lawrence <laughs> <laughs> Welk. Um, you can also catch. Uh, uh, what else is on there, guys? Roseanne. I know. Ro- yeah, Roseanne. Um, yeah. Barefoot Contessa is a big part of it. Yeah, repeat. A part. It's a big part that they've built in to the service. Um, Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds. Yeah. Law and Order SVU. Um, uh, yep. Classic. Yeah. Every Mother's Day, they just have a marathon of Hallmark movies that are all about moms, and yeah. only. Hallmark movies that portray moms in like a positive light. So that's right. Yeah. So your mom can feel great watching Mom TV Plus. Stories where the mom is always right in the end. Mom's always right. Which is central. I mean, let's face it, that's just real life. (laughs) They have um, Lethal Weapon, the movies, and the uh, NBC TV show version. Yeah. Have. What else? Um, what else? <clears throat> That's about it. I think we really, we really, yeah. I think that we really want to drive home the Barefoot Contessa and some of the uh-huh. good eats. It's about 80% too. Barefoot <laughs> yeah. Contessa. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's about 80%. if you're not used to hearing that, the little jingle on that show get used to it because <laughs> you're going to be hearing it a lot. And yeah, also you'll catch like a good eats every now and here and then. Um, there also might be a 50 shades of gray movie thrown in there. Oh yeah. Every once in a while. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, there's After the, the kids uh, go to bed. Yeah. There's the uh, Guy Fieri triple B of course. Yep. Um, Drivens and drives. Uh, Do you even need to say it? Yeah. No, you yeah. Need to say we it. all know. It's a mouthful. Yeah. So definitely Triple check B. out Mom TV Plus, um, especially during this Mother's Day. Uh, so during yeah, the Mother's Day season. Mother's Day season. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's really all we have to say about it. Mm-hmm. So. Because the rest of this episode has nothing to do with mothers. No, nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah. So you can just yeah go ahead and yeah you have your mom taken care of now. So yeah, okay. tune in, cool. sit back, relax. Mm-hmm. Cool. So here pretty soon we're gonna be talking about something pretty interesting but first i think josh is going to tell us about some news from this week right yep got some headlines we're about to crack open here it's been another busy news week um speaking of motherhood actually um this week an unfinished draft of a supreme court opinion on abortion was leaked to the press which suggested that roe v wade will be overturned 
-hmm. And if you think that's scary, you should see the leaks in Justice Alito's adult diapers. (laughs) Could it be possible that that is actually the leak that everyone is talking about? Probably, yeah. Maybe. Adult diapers. Uh, yeah, this, this equally, equally concerning. concerning. Yeah, equally, yeah, equally concerning. Yeah, that's that's so funny. I think um, it was like Mark Twain or something who said politicians and diapers needs to be, need to be changed for the same reason. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, Mark Twain always be saying some shit. Yeah, he was a real one. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the first comedian. <laughs> yeah, one of the first. Uh, he was really first. the first. Like, uh, d- he did the humorist book. Humorist, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was the first humorist. Yeah. <laughs> Irish Nationalist Party Sinn Fein has won the majority of seats in Northern Ireland's legislature, and now will begin debate around unifying the Republic of Ireland, unifying with the oh. Re- Republic of Ireland. Mm, okay. If successful, the two regions would merge to become Mega Ireland. <laughs> I was waiting okay. for something like that. Got Super kind of Ireland, a, Mega Ireland. Got kind of a Power Rangers thing going on here. Yeah. That's always kind of weird when you first learn, oh, there's wait, there's two Irelands now? I had no idea. Uh-huh. Come on, buddy. Since when? So I mean, there has been since the Troubles, right? Since like the 70s? I don't know. Yeah. So is it like the something of Ireland and then the something of Ireland or do, do they both there's call Northern Ireland, Ireland which is oh. the British it's part of the UK yeah and then the Republic of Ireland okay mm-hmm. got it it was a big deal for Brexit too mm-hmm. yeah a, yeah, yeah. that's part of it I won't pretend that I know anything yeah. about all of that uh, the two largest water reservoirs in California are already at critically low levels as the dry season begins Residents are advised to take shorter showers, turn off their humidifiers, and when riding through the desert, don't pour the rest of your canteen over your head to cool off. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I see that just that too much. That pisses me off in movies when people do that. It's like, no. That's like you your want to drink live water. Conserve your water. Yeah. Another tip <laughs> hydrogen is the most common element in the universe. Just combine some of that with oxygen, and you'll have yeah. all the water you could ever want. Literally, yeah. That's true. That's, that's, that's a survival hack. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure that's what astronauts. You got to know your chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is what astronauts do. Yeah. Uh, Marvel's newest film, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, opened in theaters this week, marking the return of director Sam Raimi to the Marvel universe. That's for me. I'm looking forward to the eventual return of a different, rather strange doctor. One Dr. Michael Morbius. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you think there was, there's going to be some, like, crossover? I, I mean, sure we're, so. we got multiverse, baby. Anything's possible. <laughs> there's strange that, and Morbius. That would be funny. They have two, two or there. There's strange doctors <laughs> in one movie. <laughs> We are talking, of course, about the first movie to cross one more billion dollars at the box office. <laughs> yes. More billion. <laughs> it's Morbius May. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even come out in May. Yeah, but you just keep celebrating it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. SpaceX president Gwynne Shotwell announced this week that she expects astronauts to travel to Mars before 2030. Another small step for man, but a giant leap for Elon Musk's stock portfolio. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For real. Do we think that Twitter is part of the plan to get to Mars? Oh, definitely. Yeah. So how's that going to probably where Twitter headquarters will be eventually. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Musk is such a genius, it's hard to kind of know what his what? plan yeah. is. The inner machinations of his mind. We don't know what's going they're, on. They're an enigma. Yeah. <laughs> he did have one rather clever idea to uh, charge people to retweet things. That would probably go very, very poorly. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, I mean, hopefully he's just going to run Twitter into the ground. Yeah, and, uh, that's kind of the... We can just wash our hands of Twitter. It. Yep. yep. Yeah. Next time. All right, that's all the news this week. Nice. I like that. Nice.
cool. Yeah, I'm thinking any day now. Um, some some tech startup made of young pe- made up of young people is gonna come out with like a Twitter alternative, and that's Order gonna two. start taking over. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's time for Twitter to go the way of MySpace. Yeah. Well, we have. I'm TikTok here for a Tumblr now. resurgence. Kind of... Oh yeah. Yeah. We need, like... yeah. Well, that Tumblr is start is uh resurging now. Kind is of. Is it really? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we need like my... um. That was my social media of choice as a teen. Yeah. We need like um, TikTok words or something. Where it's like <laughs> yeah. just words, so it's like Twitter. Maybe they'll come yeah. out with something where it's like, it's just talk or something. And then could be talk talk TikTok yeah T A L K, and it'll be like a Twitter alternative. Yeah, maybe it's like it's like you you write a tweet and then it turns it into that like animated text. Oh yeah, like you know that there was that trend of like fancy animation of like words. The word is for the term. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because but it's gonna come back, according to Josh. Yeah, it's. I think it would be hard to do like a dance challenge with just words. So, well, you just leave Actually, that on I TikTok. Don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's a place for that. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Thank you for that, Josh. Mm-hmm. Okay, are you guys ready to learn about another potential apocalypse? Please, as you know, we're working on a series of. The ways the world as we know it could end, um, you know, just so we're all prepared, uh, because I mean, it's gonna happen eventually. Mm-hmm. It's kind of inevitable. It's just a matter of how is all that gonna happen. So, so we're talking today, about the mom apocalypse, mm-hmm. right? That's a different thing. Oh, okay. That's oh, very different. Got it. Yeah. That's when um, your mom tells you to. Uh, Put the like chicken in the oven or something, and then when out she gets out of the freezer, yeah, I would take it out of the you freezer. You hear the garage door opening and the chicken still it's in the freezer. The freezer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's when the mom apocalypse is unleashed. Yeah, upon that's you. when that's when you need to go to the bunker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have about yeah. you have about twenty seconds. Yeah. So. Now, today we are going to talk about if another, like, could another mass extinction event happen in the form of another asteroid hitting the Earth. Uh, This is the most widely accepted theory of how the dinosaurs uh, went extinct. And so it's very natural to think, you know, could could this happen again? Because it happened once. And it was devastating. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, conditions in space honestly have not changed a whole bunch in 65 million years, other than there's just more junk in space. Mm-hmm. So, could it happen again? So, this does require a little bit of um, like just discussing what happened in that first extinction event and we did touch on this briefly in um one of our episodes about our uh, in our dinosaurs series but we're going to look at this a little bit more a little bit more in depth today so the six mile wide asteroid that hit earth in the yucatan peninsula in mexico um like i said that's commonly thought to be the reason the dinosaurs went extinct and it was about 65 66 million years years ago give or take Probably just six give or take. Six miles like, wide? So it was only six miles wide. Damn. Only. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I was expecting something like way miles. bigger. Yeah. Because it had world, like, world, yeah. worldwide geographic implications. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, that's like my house I mean, to target. Surely, yeah, surely there were dinosaurs, like, in every continent at that point in time, right? Critters, at least, yeah. yeah. But we're going to kind of talk yeah. about the full effects. Literal ripple effects. Yeah. What's up, Riley? Well, they're in the center of the Earth now. Well, yeah, they. <laughs> right. That was Earth their bunker. If you see, if you've seen yeah. um, King Kong versus Godzilla, yeah, you, you right. should know that they're all. Yeah, they're all right, in there. They're safe. Earth. Yeah. They're. Are they safe? They're, they're good. Are they all right? They good. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're fine. Um, 
so to answer the question of if something like this could happen again, um, we're going to look at the state of the planet kind of like pre-impact, the asteroid itself, and then what happened afterwards that um, caused a perfect storm of mass destruction. So um, where did the asteroid come from? And this has kind of been up for debate, but I found a study from Harvard that theorized that the asteroid originated from the Oort cloud, uh, which is a cloud of debris um, at the, the very edge of the solar system. And it was pulled off course by Jupiter's gravitational pull. And Jupiter's like ginormous, has a huge gravitational pull. So this, this was kind of interesting. It kind of acts like a slingshot, right? So you can imagine the asteroid coming near Jupiter. It gets pulled into um, uh, the gravitational field of Jupiter. And it kind of, what I imagine this to be is it just kind of does this like once or twice around Jupiter and then it gets pulled Speeds up. Uh, actually by the sun, depending on yeah. where the, where Jupiter is and it slingshots it towards the sun. That's cool. So um, I kind of like picturing how that happens because in my mind, yeah. yeah, it's an old, you know, alley and there you go. Um, and apparently Jupiter does this a lot. It's the asteroid slingshot. So um, it's, it's thing. And that's have kind we, of one of its things. Yeah. Have we kind of discussed maybe the possibility that um, Jupiter could have evil dinosaurs on it <laughs> that kind of set this all into motion? Why, why dinosaurs? Because, I mean, this event happened that caused all the Earth dinosaurs, the good dinosaurs, to die. <laughs> so I think mm -hmm. that if there were these evil dinosaurs, this rifle... Um, Depends on what side of history you're on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who wrote the textbooks? Yeah, that's true. You know? History yeah. is written by the victorious dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Um, so once uh, Jupiter slingshots this towards the sun's gravitational field, um, one of the Chicxulub asteroids, the one that ended up hitting Earth, um, this asteroid will orbit the sun and can actually do so for like 200 years. And wow. it's, yeah, and so it gets super hot, like melting, and can fragment into smaller pieces, which then can, like, fly off. So one of those was, you know, the one that came to Earth. Um, yeah. But according to the study, um, these fragments can cross into Earth's orbit and hit the planet, like, once every, the number they gave was 250 to 730 million years. So it's not that We're good common. for a while. We, we good. We got a little spending a money. Yeah, but I'm gonna touch on another study later to kind of that gives another, um, another probability okay. that we can look at. So, um, the Earth just touching on that really quickly. Pre-impact was at, we're, we were looking at the Cretaceous period. So this is sort of the uh, tail end of the dinosaurs uh, being the most dominant creatures on the planet. Um, it was a very temperate climate in most places. Um, think humid, think jungles. Um, there were a lot of uh, smaller mammals coming around at this point. Um, think like Dinosaur 2000. <laughs> yes. So it's like uh, it, it, it was, I mean, all periods of the you know, kind of dinosaurs um, time on Earth have been marked by, of course, a lot of biodiversity, but in the Cretaceous period, you were seeing a lot of different uh, branches of that evolutionary tree kind of starting to fruit. So um, when the asteroid hit, the illustration that I found to be the most helpful in picturing this is like, imagine what happens when you drop a, or throw like a pebble in a pond. So there's like ripples, right, literally. As it breaks the tension of the water, and there's this, you know, there's a whole thing. You can apply a similar picture to what happened with the Chicxulub comet. And it actually, I found a um, an animation that kind of showed the uh, what they think happened when it hit. Cool. And it's literally like the Earth, like <laughs> doing oh, wow. a wave, yeah, because yeah. it hit. Uh, it struck the planet with 4.5 billion times the energy of the atomic bomb that was dropped on Hiroshima wow. like it meant business so crazy amounts of, of energy um, the crater itself 
Oh, what, what was that, Riley? Oh, nothing. What did you, can you say? Imagine, can you imagine <laughs> just being, like, standing right under where it would land? Yeah, I wouldn't want to be there. Would wouldn't, not yeah. want to be there. Would not want to be there. So, yep. a quick question. Is this, mm-hmm. do we know, um, the, at this point in time, did the continents look like how they do today? Or was it more like they were all one big continent? That's a, that's a really Pangea good question. Was was before that? Yeah. Um, at this point, there was a North and South America. Um, there was I. It's. I mean, it obviously doesn't look exactly like it is today. Yeah, but but um, you know, yeah. Um, there was the peninsula where the asteroid hit. Like it still was kind of this um, kind of coastal region. And this is one of the things I know we covered in that episode. Yeah. Uh, of where exactly the Yucatan Peninsula was, and that actually factors into why this was so catastrophic. Of where exactly the asteroid hit on Earth, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll touch on that in a second. Yeah, um, and we don't so know. I mentioned, like, uh-huh. we don't know what kind of cities the dinosaurs had dinosaurs had built started building. <laughs> no, no, mm-hmm. we don't. We don't know. I mean, they would have all been destroyed. Yeah, by the blast. Okay, cool. So we don't. We don't know. Yeah, lost I know. the time. It's very sad. Lost the time. I can only imagine. So the asteroid is six miles wide. The crater is 110 miles wide. Um, within 10 hours of impact, immense waves would have torn along the coast. Because remember, this was like right on the coast. Uh, it's kind of like the upper part of um, of South America in, in Mexico. Um, so ocean sand ended up on land, plants and sediment from land ended up in the ocean. It was like this huge, like if you can imagine um, kind of what happens again in, in water, like say you drop something in it and you're viewing it underwater, you'll see water kind of curl upwards back towards mm. the, the surface. So if you can imagine that on a huge scale, you're having, you're dredging up all of this ocean material and you have, you have these waves and it gets deposited uh, on land and we can see that in the in the um, fossil record and in just literally the layers of sediment because um, all of this caused, caused a huge layer in the Earth's crust that marks the boundary between the Cretaceous and the Paleocene era, wow. era which is what followed um, That's interesting. this mass extinction effect. Yeah. So, and you can see that. I read one thing that was like, you, you can see that um, even in what is now like Florida and Texas and stuff like like you know, all of that area. So pretty crazy. Um, further away, uh, the impact was enough to cause earthquakes and landslides like in Argentina, which then triggered their own tsunamis. So it was very much this domino effect um, where these ripples just would cause other huge geographical, geological um, events that triggered tsunamis that was a, a huge factor were, were tsunamis um and it, it just kept going really it probably did. everywhere it, like created tidal waves around the world wouldn't it uh, yeah yeah it, it did yeah um crazy crazy ocean movements that would probably have been terrifying um beyond that uh the cloud of dust ash and steam created from the impact um because so right when it hit all of this dust and crap just like went up into the atmosphere, right? And it's estimated that that cloud of stuff that got sent up into our atmosphere will be the equivalent of 25 trillion metric tons of excavated material just being tossed up like confetti. <laughs> so I can't even imagine, I can't even like fathom that amount of stuff yeah. being thrown up there. Um, and then some of that debris escaped to space, right? So it's just out there now forever. Uh, But then some of that uh, fell back to Earth, which upon falling back to Earth, it would have been heated to incandescence, so on fire. Um, Because of that, so you have like fire literally raining everywhere, which Mm -hmm. would have caught 70% of the Earth's forests on fire. And remember, this was um, a lot of jungles, forests, you know, green very everywhere. It's very um yeah, temperate 
time in the earth. So that wiped out a lot of that. And then you can imagine just the devastation from forest fires. You have a lot of smoke in the, in the air and crazy, right? And fires can burn for, yeah. we know, a long time. As you know, just in modern times, they can burn and burn and burn. So that was huge. Um, and then also sulfur, sulfur rich rock from the asteroid. So the actual composition of the asteroid matters here too, um, was vaporized and injected into the atmosphere as well. So that led to, um, acid rain for one, uh, and then also temperature drops, which would have devastated the food chain. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it later. I think I do, but all of this together is culminating in uh, basically like a, a winter, no, <laughs> a long age, winter right? period. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if it's like officially called the Ice Age right then. I that didn't move, like move that far into it, but um, it it definitely there is something I mentioned later about another asteroid that caused like a winter. So that may have been part of it, but, um, I mean, you have to think about like the sun being blocked for years yeah, because wow. of the stuff and the kind of effects that that would have. So in the hours immediately following Chicxulub, a lot of it was instantaneous mass destruction, like, uh, instant loss of life. Um, and then the dust in the atmosphere would have hung around for like a decade at least. Wow. Um, you know, that blocked sunlight, changed the climate, changed the climate and therefore life drastically. Uh, 75% of known species in the fossil record disappeared from this event. Wow. Um, I know we did talk about that a bit on, on our other episode um, because the critters that did live were the ones that were small enough or the ground or could live in these kind of new conditions or hunker down really think so like that's the rise think, of mammals think like those little green bastards from jurassic park yeah. <laughs> like those were probably just they, i mean they became unfortunately the birds. copies yeah yeah, yeah the, the copies, copies cousins, yeah. the birds yeah they they ended up being something else so could this happen again that's kind of the terrifying part, right? Mm -hmm. So I did get mixed reviews because everybody has their own opinion. Um, some claimed that a much bigger asteroid, so like 60 miles across versus six miles across, would be required to literally wipe out all human life because we're smarter and can detect them before they oh, wow. strike. So the theory there is like, okay, if we know an asteroid's coming, we're probably going to have possibly a year notice or more the documentary armageddon uh we could just send bruce willis to yeah and that and that would work too yeah um but so we'll, we'll know before it strikes and we can prepare you know make bunkers get underground that you know that kind of thing that's the theory uh, there's also evidence that a kilometer wide asteroid crashed into southeast asia eight hundred thousand years ago um and human ancestors were around then, and they obviously survived through it because we're here now. Um, but it would have created another impact winter. That was the term uh, of no sun for a few years. So somehow hmm. they got through that, mm -hmm. which is fine. I assume they just kind of, you know, stayed at home, you know, work from home for work from home. Kind of like COVID. Kind of saved on sunblock. Of, yeah, kind yeah. of. Except except outside was like kind of deadly. Outside, so. yeah. Which I, I guess, you know, COVID, but it, it kind of was for a minute. Yeah. It was like so. COVID before COVID was cool, I think. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, human ancestors ended up getting through that okay. Um, now, what's, what was, what's, yeah. you said it was a kilometer wide or what? Mm-hmm. How much what is, is that one... to two miles? Yeah, what's kilometers? In so there? a like kilometer, 2 .2 is yeah. Mile, right? Oh, okay. Well, something like that. So it was like a third well, of the size like... of the Chicks Club one. Chick Fil A. Of the Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. The Chick Fil A one. 
No, the Chick-fil-A Comet is the one that just wipes out gays. Oh, okay. I don't know how it does. Oh, Chick Fil A's been working on it. But the waffle fries are so um, good. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like Chick Fil A would stay. It's just you know, just wipe out the LGBTQ population. Unfortunately, but every time you buy waffle fries, you're funding their comment research. <laughs> comment research how they can replicate one. Yeah. Yeah. Every time you buy something, it gets bigger. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Honestly, though. So what do you think, Gordon? Do you think <laughs> worth the risk? Oh, should, if I should buy Chicksula? No, buy... Do you think we'll get another uh, asteroid like this? Well, here's the thing: with the sheer amount of debris and rock that's just up there in space, it's yeah, it's a question of when, not if. Um, even if the asteroid's not big enough to cause an impact winter or mass extinction. Um, Anything like a few miles wide hitting Earth at 30,000 miles per hour, that's like dropping a bomb. And yeah. I mean, humans have dropped bombs on each other before. So it's devastating and horrible, obviously, but we're still here. So, plus, I mean, like, what if the asteroid fell on my house? That's what are you going to do? Bad. Yeah, too bad. So, I mean, eventually it is probably going to happen. Little asteroids have hit Earth also, you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to depend on the size, really. Um, and then, like I said, I did find another kind of statistic. Um, there was a study in the publication Nature um, that placed the probability of another mass extinction from a Chicxulub scale asteroid, so same kind of um, asteroid conditions, um, hitting a random location on Earth at approximately 13%. So so it's not zero. <laughs> not zero. That's, but this thing was kind of, yeah, go ahead. That's confusing, though, because how does that percentage work? Is it every second there's a 13% chance that'll happen? I don't know. I don't know about that, but it's, or is it it's like, like once in a six million year period or something? Just, just in general, thirteen percent that it will ever just happen. That it will that ever, ever happen. happen. Okay. Yeah, I think cause... if it were if it were to land like in the ocean, though, wouldn't that not be as bad? Sure. I mean, you're gonna have tsunamis everywhere. You're gonna have yeah. tsunamis, definitely, uh, which are gonna cause their own problems. But um... and the world is like sixty percent ocean, right? 70. Mm -hmm. 70. Oh, I'm at 60 70. now. I don't know. But um, this study looked at like, okay, if it hit here, mm. this would be worse than if it hit here. Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. Um, so we need and, like yeah. designated asteroid welcome centers. <laughs> well, bullseyes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, on Earth. I think that would help. But um, no, with with the Chicxulub asteroid hitting exactly where it was like the latitude and longitude that it was it was just kind of just the right spot for it to be super devastating um if it had hit higher or lower still would have been bad but like maybe not quite as bad but it also kind of the study had a caveat of like we don't really know because yeah. you know they weren't there so it was a lot of um like simulations ran to kind of see mm -hmm. what the impact would be but yeah um Start building a bunker. But that's case. all. That's that's all. Um, not even taking into consideration any mitigation technology or strategies. Right. This isn't taking into account like maybe sending Superman to like punch it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> or firing a rocket at it. Yeah. Um, that kind of thing. So. Well, I know, you know. NASA develops technology for. Um, asteroids to like redirect asteroids has anybody read about yeah. that yeah i mean that could be it might depend on the size and speed of the asteroid like we know on how they could do that we can have we can have like a year or longer maybe even like 10 or 100 year notice like we can detect if something is coming towards us mm -hmm. and i've read that even sending like a shuttle or an unmanned like thing to go hit it just a little bit would knock it like mm. thousands of miles off course. Just enough. Yeah. yeah. So we would just shoot a nuke at it, right? Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Just to be safe. Um. 
So I, I know that with the, the space telescopes we have, we mm-hmm. can, like, see everything um, in space. So we would have some kind of advanced notice. That's just as from what I've read, though. As long as the telescope was pointing in the right area. Yeah. And nobody's sleeping on the job. Unless yeah. the asteroid is traveling at the speed of light, then we wouldn't know. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Or if it comes from, yeah. like, behind the moon or something. Because it That'd would be get cool. to us before the light it does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess, it, yeah. so if it's traveling fast no, enough, it, well, would, it would but, I mean, once hit it us enters before the, we see it. Yeah. Once it enters the Earth's atmosphere, would that not slow it down enough? Probably. I don't know. Well, I mean, it would, we'd, no, still it would be, like right we'd still be doing Well, that would just detonate. Yeah. I think it would just bounce off. Yeah, probably just bounces off. I think yeah. I think that uh, um, I read somewhere that it's it's interesting in that in ast- for an asteroid to be big enough to um, put us in danger, it would be big enough to where we could see it from like a hundred years in advance. Oh, that'd be wild. So we can Wouldn't like, it? yeah, so we can start. Um, putting into place mitigation so we strategies. have like 99 years to procrastinate yeah and then we can <laughs> yeah so i'm thinking like we have time to you know stop having children build right. bonkers yeah uh, goof off a little bit yeah like probably. yeah like we we would yeah. have a little spended money there i mean yeah. none of us would ever have to worry about it we'd all be dead by that time so that's true <laughs> yep so unless we're gonna they go invent, completely scorched earth. Unless, <laughs> scorched earth. <laughs> unless they invent tomorrow like the um like life extending medicine, then mm-hmm. it would be like, oh shit, okay. We kinda have to do something about this. <laughs> so I'm gonna leave that up to like Jared Leto and Keanu Reeves and Yeah. Know, yeah. The immortals. Yeah. Um, they can probably Well, we out. could ask them how they've dealt with it in the past. <laughs> like Keanu Reeves, he's been alive for Good so idea. yeah. 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 That's probably a good idea. Wealth of knowledge. But anyway, nice. that's all I have for you guys. Awesome, Georgia. Good mm-hmm. job. So we know um, when the last of the dinosaurs died. Does anybody know when the last... Oh, no. Oh, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Um, we know when the last of the, di- the dinosaurs died. Does anybody know when the last Land Before Time of movie came out? Land Before Time <laughs> movie came out. Is, that, is this uh, riddle? I think it's not it the riddle. that long oh. ago. Yeah, I'm gonna say like probably bef- in between 2000 and 2010. Really? Oh, like, like, there's been one after 2010. Really? I'm gonna guess 2012 was the last. Yeah. One. Do you know the answer? I think it's Alex? Any guesses? I do know the yeah. I know the answer. Uh, I don't know. I've never seen one. 2016. Really? Wow. The most recent one came out, wow. and it was traditionally animated, but it was. Um, Get this. It was released straight to DVD and Walmart exclusive. Oh, Walmart exclusive. So, like, the bargain bin. So, like, that's why yeah. I didn't know it existed, because I haven't been to a Walmart since, yeah. like, 2014. Which is good. Right. Yeah. Huh. So, here, all we, we were all thinking that everything since 2016 was because of Harambe dying, but maybe it's... It's because they haven't made a Land Before Time movie since. Yeah. Yeah. This will keep getting worse until they make another Land Before Time please, movie. Please. Please. I need to see what's going on with Littlefoot. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, wow. on this podcast before, we've talked about the Riddle of the Sphinx, which is, of mm-hmm. course... Yeah. That's man. This, this, yeah, this... It's so crazy because there's no way that they had walkers back then, but okay. <laughs> um... No, if, if somebody had a walker, then they'd suddenly have, like, six legs. You, you can do it with a cane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, cane. Because it's three legs. There's no way they had canes back then, right? <laughs> yes, they did. They had sticks. Oh, wait, hold on. Because, yeah, because in uh, Prince of Egypt, the guy has the cane that turns into a snake. So, yep. totally forgot about that. Yeah. So, there's actually, in Greek mythology, there's an alternate riddle of the Sphinx. Does anybody know about that? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I know we I talked so. about how the Sphinx... Uh, was originally Greek, I believe, and it was kind of stolen by the Egyptians. Mm. And oh, Sphinx, was it? yeah, I remember the word Sphinx. It was kind of a that's a um, Greek word. Yeah. Right. Well, it's it's actually like, for lack of a better term, 
like anglicized you know how some words are anglicized oh, you know sure. like the egyptians did the same thing for the greeks and but sphinx actually means like statue or something oh, and then the egyptians were like oh that's what that's called <laughs> you know and they just kind of ran with it that's awesome so, well great yeah. artists steal yeah yeah, exactly. But so, what was the what was the All Greek? Right, this is the deal. Well, this is the alternate riddle of the Sphinx, which is apparently okay. from later versions of the myth or whatever. There are two sisters. One gives birth to to the other, and she in turn gives birth to the first. Who are the two sisters? Oh boy! Chicken and the egg. Oh, it's probably like a like the moon or something, right? I mean, chicken and egg works. Eggs well, can't like give birth to anything. But the chicken can. In a way, uh, they do. They give birth to a chicken. There's no physical birthing going on. Okay. Um, huh. But no, is it like the moon or something? No. Well, how would that work? I don't what does know, because half to? of all ancient riddles, the answer is the moon. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you know. All they did all day was stare at the moon, apparently. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, though, ancient civilizations spend a lot of time looking at yeah. the sky. So, moon yeah, I'm thinking it has something to do with the sky. Heavenly bodies. Okay. So there are two sisters. One gives birth to... They, they give birth to each other. Yeah, and it's also right? kind of a Mother's Day riddle, too, because they yeah. give birth. Yeah. Hmm. Sisters. Um, it's not like a, Go ahead. like a like a river or the ocean. No. So it wasn't on River Monsters. Okay. No, Jeremy Wade um, wouldn't. If you found a friend, Jeremy Wade, he wouldn't be able to help you out much. Man. Unless I think he, he still he's like, probably would this, be able this to. This was some kind of Green Beret Secret Service code. Yeah, I think he probably still would. Yeah. Help us. But um, he'd be I mean, like, he'd be like wrangling a like a giant eel while we phoned him. Yeah, I usually picture him with like some kind of like holding a fish. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, can you give us a hint? Like, does it have to do with space or a let heavenly me think, body? Let me think of a good hint. Is it an inanimate object? So Fair larger enough. than a bread box. <laughs> What's a bread box? <laughs> What's a bread box and also what's a milk crate? Also, how big are they? <laughs> um, it's hmm. it's related to something that we've talked about in this episode. Dinosaurs. Oh. No, I'm not. I mean, I talked about space. Asteroids. And comets. <laughs> the sun, Jupiter. Earth, Pangea. Is it like night and day? Hold on. Or maybe oh. like seasons? You know? It is no, night and day. Winter, night and day. It is night and day. Good job. Yeah, because they like. I guess give they are sisters, other, aren't they? Whatever. Yeah. I consider them more to be like brother and sister. Yeah. But, you know, I, okay, I have a second. I have a secondary riddle because you guys figured that one out pretty well. Okay. What has eighteen legs and catches flies? Spider. Uh, baseball legs. team. Baseball team. <laughs> That's a pretty good one, huh? That's a classic. Because you're thinking, oh, so it's some kind of bug. Okay. Millipede. (laughs) Wait a second. No. Yeah. Okay. Good job, guys. What kind of hideous beast is this? (laughs) Oh, it's a baseball team because it's flies as in fly balls. Okay. If you were to tell that joke to someone someone in the 1800s, Uh you'd be like, oh, some creature from the Orient. (laughs) Oh, it's actually a baseball team. hideous beast. No, it's actually a oh baseball team. What's baseball? <laughs> yeah. yeah, if oh, I was transported... Basing ball. <laughs> What'd you say, Riley? Yeah, if I was transported back to the 1800s, I'd bring that joke with me. Yeah. What if you were trans? What if you were transported back to the medieval era? Do you think that you could invent anything? Yeah. <laughs> could you invent steel? No. No. Well, you wouldn't have to because they used it in their swords and armor, so. Yeah. So yeah, yeah they, they smelt it and they dealt it. If you, okay, if you had a week to prepare and you, um, 
So it's Sunday. Let's say next Sunday, you know that you're being sent back to the medieval period, and you had to try and invent as mu- as many things as possible. What would you do in preparation, Georgia? I was getting sent back in time, you and I wanted to invent time, something. And you have to invent as many things as possible. You have to like advance their society as much as you can. Step one: print out Wikipedia. Literally. Yeah. Can I bring my like research materials. Bringing books with you. Um, I would. Honestly, and I'm going back to the Middle Ages. Yeah. So the printing press has already been invented. No, not yet. They didn't have it back then, did they? They, like, copied it by hand. I think they had some kind of press. I'm thinking, like, well, they probably pressed, like, oranges to get juice. 1440 AD. So I'm thinking, like, knights and dragons. Well, not dragons, obviously, but, like, (laughs) knight's tail, but without the needle drops era okay nice <laughs> tale without the so weird. Um, soundtrack by queen <laughs> yeah. um first thing i do is try to invent an xbox because <laughs> i'm gonna be so bored well, josh yeah. remember when we were so this is a question um from when the three of us plus some others were gaming on discord one night yeah and josh was like um you come up with some sort of like system where you could program things with just like peasants being like the pixels on the screen oh yeah yeah the human the the human computer like peasants holding up flags of different colors yeah. so you could still play mm-hmm. destiny 2 or something <laughs> yeah human computer yeah. classic that. no i think i would probably um i mean my gut's saying like a light bulb but we'd also have to have like electricity yeah. in, in place yeah so uh probably something to do with medicine yeah mm-hmm. you know it's tricky because i feel like you would have to bring something they could consider as magic so people like take you seriously i mean Ooh, literally you. today yeah actually i would probably in- invent um i'd take a page from elizabeth holmes and try to like figure out some blood testing yeah there you oh, go yeah. I, mean, I don't know so anything is better than what they have yeah. and i'm just black turtlenecks all the way this is and an there inspiring we go inspiring step forward it's an inspiring step forward <laughs> so that's all i just right. go full i go full elizabeth holmes and cool. back to middle ages white color so do you think me. that like um you would like carry like a sword and shield with you like when you walk into town or something mm, just have like some guys hired to do that oh yeah you georgia mm-hmm. would have like uh burly guys carrying her on a litter oh mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly everything goes according to plan I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yes what i would want to do is um have like the bow and arrow but like like Crossbow. put the bow over your like body yeah. so that the string is like holding it on you know i always thought that would kind of be cool but, uh, yeah yeah do that. okay that's what you want to bring back with you. that's what i would <laughs> well i think that's that already just, a thing that would just be my way of fitting in kind of oh okay i also wouldn't yeah, shower yeah. for months to prepare which i'm kind of in the process of preparing right now just in case all right, yeah. you can win the game. Bring back a compound bow and win every archery competition. Yeah. What'd you say, Riley? Are you being sent back um, next Sunday? I'm. Well, I. It's kind of a just in case thing. I want. Right. I don't want to like yeah. s- smell off to them. So yeah. It yeah. Smells so clean. Maybe that's. I mean, they just bring back some soap. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably what they need the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're really using tallow. Rose water. Something. <sighs> Brody? If you um, if you do ever get sent back, don't try and um, like, don't try and uh, put your the uh, scabbard for your sword on your back because it's impossible to draw a sword from your back. Yeah, don't do that. You have to do it from your side. <laughs> hmm. I thought about if that. If you pull you it can out, store it on you your can, back. You but... have to stop. Well, you can't pull it out from your back. That's the thing. Because once you get right. to about here. I mean, the sword oh, isn't made of jello. It can't bend. Alex is holding so. his arm at a 90 degree. Oh, um, yeah. It's a scimitar that's curved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cut a hole in the side of the scabbard. That's, yeah, that's true. And can you imagine how hard it would be to put back? you got to be like, oh, yeah. hold on. 
Dang it, cut my from hair your again. side as much. Yeah. So Riley, what would you bring back? Um, probably some headphones and my phone to listen to some, some music. You know. Yeah. Um. You might have to like rig a potato battery to like recharge it or I'll something. Just, I'll just bring a portable battery. Yeah. Um, some Doritos. I get pretty hungry. Yeah. What if you invented Cool Ranch? Find the recipe <laughs> to Cool Ranch and then blow their minds because could, yeah. they could be having like Cool Ranch turkey legs. That's and, true. Yeah. Yeah. What you could minds. do, because I imagine it would be a very dangerous time, you could bring like a case of monster and it would be like a poison potion for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you could like bring something back and essentially market it as like some kind of miracle elixir. Uh, oh, yeah. And really, maybe like, it's just Sprite. Like Pepto Bismol or something. Some ginger ale. Yeah. yeah. I would definitely so... want to try. Drink this and go lay down. (laughs) 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 This wouldn't be in the medieval ages, but I would definitely want to go back and try like the original Coca-Cola with the cocaine in it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just Just see what it's like. Yeah. 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 I would like bring back capitalism like earlier. (laughs) Start like a chain restaurant or something. Uh, No. Maybe just like how to maybe how to build a uh, like a steam engine, oh, you know, yeah. yeah, and actually like bring in a steampunk era. That would be cool. You have to think about what would be the most revolutionary for them. Steampunk. Yeah, like a steam engine. I was. Well, it would be the most cool for them. It would be the most cool. Could you bring a I car? Would... Car, car. Can you explain how it works, though? You know, yeah. and can it fit yeah. through the portal? That's true. I think I would. I would like try to learn their systems of magic and bring that back to today. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, that that's cool. yeah, because they probably like you know. So they probably have, have a lot to teach us. Spell casting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot yeah. of forgotten yeah. wisdom. Yeah, the lost arts. That's yeah. true. Ooh, or what if you actually brought back like. Um, you know those little like pills that you can get from the dollar store, and you put them in water, <laughs> oh, and then yeah. it expands, and suddenly you have like this like foam. It's a brontosaurus. I don't know, brontosaurus. Yeah, that would be crazy. I'd bring that technology with me, or Shrinky Dink technology. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would be cool. Yep. Bring a Rubik's cube. Yes, <laughs> bring a Rubik's cube. What a nifty yeah. knitter. No, not the nifty. Oh, knitter. <laughs> Revolutionary. Dude, witchcraft what, what, is this? Imagine a medieval peasant seeing an etch a sketch. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my word. Magic. And that's a good one to bring back because you can just it never runs out. You can just keep yeah. using the etch sketch. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not powered by anything. I thought about the nifty knitter the other day and I, I found one on eBay. I couldn't find so you one got anywhere it. else. I didn't get it. So like a hat oh, one or I was like telling a... Brittany about it. It was the circular hat one, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Alright, well, thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week. And also to send us Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Send us what you would bring back to the past. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Email. All right. Class dismissed. Bye.